Young boy, what you gonna do the second time around? How you gonna come back? I try told him, I come back like 32. I jump back like 33. Ugh, ugh, hit me. That's nothing. This is the car to two people. This is the car to two people. Hey, they call me. Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast in the Bayou. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant, Jason Voorhees Daniels. Joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd, Master Chief Fortner. What's going on, Master Chief? Oh, man, you know the same old, same old. You know, fucking up, you know, just trying to make it just like the next motherfucker around here. That's grateful. Right. Focusing on the gratefulness. Uh... You know, uh, doing doing good actually, man. Both arms and legs are still working. It's good to do this kind of pop up episode with you. That's right. You know what I mean, it's been it's been a while. We did promise and say, you know, that even though we need to take a hiatus, that we will be back. You know what I mean? And, and check in at the very least. You know what I'm saying? Haven't been able to get on the Valheim and Valheim with the folks like uh, I would like, but um, you know, trying to make healthy choices. How about you, brother? How, how how are are the man i am doing good especially because the other day i was watching some video online and i watched a little pillow man ride a skateboard and i said if this pillow man can ride a skateboard i am fine i am perfectly fine and when i mean pillow man i don't know if that's offensive he didn't have no arms and no legs but he was riding a skateboard getting his shit in that's okay that means i'm good too Cause I'm six feet tall, six feet above ground. I'm feeling strong. I'm feeling healthier than ever. I feel good, bro. And I feel good to be back with the people. Back with Skip the Tutorial. Back for now. 
We don't know. Uh, we can't promise anything. But right now we're doing a check-in episode. We wanted to reach in, unless, especially before the end of the year, because we love the tribe. We love you guys. Um, and we wanted to just kind of, uh, kind of give in that, uh, that needed moment of, uh, hey, we're still here. <laughs> we're still Pick, here. Piggyback off, piggyback off the love for the tribe. Discord shout out to Lord Riley, yo, aka the man of the, uh, that you fear. <laughs> <coughs> oh, shit. That's why. <laughs> oh, God. I choked on my own shit. Let me repeat that. Lord Riley, yo, aka the man that you fear. Uh, redundant. Space Yeti, Heracon, CFD, always, and of course, you know what I'm saying? Um, shout out always for, for, for the Pixar thighs reference in the Discord. That was that was, that was was some shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be ghosting in and there. Like, I'll check in every now and then and try to Me show too. appreciation. You know what I mean? Um, but it's just still cool that that, that community is a, a, is a ton of missing. And I mean, I got to really credit, you'll probably hear Lord Riley O triplet. Throughout, throughout this little check-in episode for me um, as far as appreciation for shit like that. Of course, you know, but Black 008, uh, you know, uh, Talon and Studious Bob. I mean, Starcatcher. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Even shit, like, I'll probably talk about it later, but it's, it's things like we ain't even get a chance to touch just to show an appreciation. It's a whole STTP uh, Horizon 5 car club. You know what I'm saying? So shit like that, man. Like we, even though we we hadn't been able to to really present it in 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 the show recently, or even maybe on the social media, like we would like, don't believe that that your efforts and and that the family that we didn't built with this tribe is not appreciated because it's really something that helps both me and uh Brian get through. That's a big reason why we were like still going through. What we need to go through to handle things in real life, but it was just like this week is fuck it. You know what I'm saying? We need to check in. Um, with the people, you know, with with the village. So That's I think right. I've rambled a bit. Um, but yeah, nah, man, no, uh, it's always good to be back on this with you too, man. Like, like we always talk, like you know, about how much of a family this really is, and like me and you feel like the patriarchs of the family, but they really hold it down in the the Discord and the Facebook, and just like they're the ones who really like holding that community strong and we can we i appreciate that so much and the one goal i had especially when we were going into this brief hiatus was to make sure we didn't pod fade pod fade is a term where you know the podcast have just they just stop recording one day and that's not going to happen here because we got too much love for the tribe we got too much love for what we're doing we don't want to pod fade we want to continue to check in make sure that we're we're staying on top of our own healthy side of things too because these last couple months bro I've been really feeling good. Like I really have. I've been back to basics. Well, I'm I don't know, man. I, I, I've been dealing with existential dread, and I'm grateful that I can podcast faded with you. Um, <laughs> this lovely day, fucking up, man. Brain shrinking. I'm telling you, man. Existential dread. Still on my Jeremiah Johnson shit. Fair. All the good, good intentions in the world, and probably you know have, having to have a make learning lessons. But also at the same time get a, a good a good or uh, better sense of clarity, I would hope. Um, but also fall back in appreciation for shit like the tribe and the childish things that still bring me joy. Absolutely. With, like like in spite of whatever. Like how we've always talked about with the show at the core. You know, it's gaming and everything else like that, but it's about bringing different people together around a similar thing. And in a lot of senses, it's always been about, you know, even good times, bad times or whatever else. Like what's something that 
we can connect on and, and try to find joy and hope in or whatever. And it's still the same. Like it's so much shit to talk about. Like I can't even talk about that's out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the movies, it's the Spider-Man twos, it's the Witcher season two out right now. It's the Matrix coming out on December the twenty second. It's motherfucking Halo. It's you know for me just on the crack that is. Um, NBA 2K where I could just talk about badge loadouts all day if I want to because that's what's been helping get me through. You know what I'm saying? In spite of the Jeremiah Johnson Omnicron, whatever the fuck is going on and weird shit <laughs> that we're trying to come up all the way out of, you know what I'm saying? Like It's still like, you know, cool to be able to have a community where we can just talk about pixelated thighs or um, <laughs> That's right. Know, that's right. Pixelated thighs make the world go around. Anime titties and big, pixelated thighs. Big titty golf girls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bringing motherfuckers joy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's it, man. Checking, checking in on the Discord is, is a pleasure. It, it, it just is so funny sometimes, man. That shit crazy, bro. Um, man, I've yeah. just been in... Yeah, dude, like you said, like just, just, just really checking in, making sure that, you know... The, the community is still strong, and I see it, man, every day. I, I even uninstalled social media for a bit, but I still get on there, and I'll check around and stuff. And, you know, like I said, these last few months has really been about getting back to basics and working out my gray matter and also working out my body and getting my, my, my fucking shit right with my diet and how I'm doing and, you know, getting stuff under control. And, man, I've been back in the gym, hitting it hard, listening to music, um... Every day, reading every single day, back on the video games a little bit, catch it up on some movies. I caught up on Venom 2. Uh, I know you did too, man. That movie was so good. I loved it, bro. I loved Venom 2. I know, I know people, it was divisive for people, man, but Woody Harrelson as Carnage was perfect in my opinion. I took a note. I took a note. Timeless actor. Right. Right. Just timeless. Just time for me, you know, the natural born killers nostalgia. Yep, that whole, that whole time frame, and it's it's as cheesy as it is. Like I bought, but I bought Venom one, and me like too. I bought Venom two. I went to the actual the races. Well, they weren't races this time. Maybe they were masky. Um, the when I sent you that picture of the Max yeah. toy spawn, I was trying to get Venom two. But yeah, no, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. But you know how I feel about that. I, I really enjoyed that movie. Some of the shit I that I thought too. was gonna annoy me. Uh, it really didn't annoy me as much, and of course, you know the spoiler leading into Spider-Man No Way Home, or not, no, not I don't know, I hadn't seen No Way Home yet, but the spoiler leading into Venom going into the MCU universe. Yes, you know, it was just a cool little fun time, man. I, I, I really, I'm glad you enjoyed it too. Well, and you know, it makes it classic. At least these couple of Venom movies that have been so good, it's the play between Tom Hardy, you know, and Venom, right? Like. It's the playoff between the two, them talking and stuff and being like an old married couple in this one. And just like, I really enjoyed that aspect of it too. I caught Ghostbusters Afterlife. That was incredible. That was like the perfect nostalgia. Like they really tried to lean into nostalgia, especially these last years. And usually I'm not a big fan of that. I don't like it when people lean into nostalgia too much. I think we should be moving forward, trying something new. But Ghostbusters Afterlife for me was the perfect mix of nostalgia and new. Like they handled it perfectly. I ain't gonna be. I, I I ain't ashamed to say I had a little tear on the cheek at the end of Ghostbusters Afterlife. Got me a little emotional. Reminded me of what it was like to be a kid again. 
Um, but man, these last couple of months, they really have been, they have, have been good, but there's been something missing this last week that I started to feel it where it was, I was playing some Halo and we're going to get to that in a minute. I was playing some Halo and I was like, I want to talk about Halo Infinite. I want to talk about it and I don't have anybody to talk about it to except Todd, but I want to hear other people's opinions. Not that I don't love talking to you about Halo Infinite, but I want to hear other people and what they got to say about Halo Infinite. Let me let me, let me go let, let me because yeah we got to talk about that yeah. we got to talk about that wholeheartedly um I'm kind of mad right now because I got to reinstall my shit because something happened where I don't know I, I, this is the second time I had to reinstall it but um to go back to one thing before I let it slip you said something about coming back to the tribe and, and being a patriarch thing and that is a perfect word in a way but I definitely I don't know I don't feel that way. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel. I almost feel like the uncle that disappeared. Yeah, that fucked up a little bit sometimes. It's like I love you. It's true. <laughs> no, it's true. It kind of feels like stop. that sometimes. Let me stop. I'm just being childish. But now, nah, uh, <laughs> but no, uh, Halo. So yes, did you get a chance to fuck with any multiplayer at all? Yeah, yeah, I did. The multiplayer okay, is incredibly I had really solid. Um, the multiplayer is incredibly solid and in a world of Call of Duties and in a world of Apexes and in a world of whatever, Fortnites, Halo Infinite's multiplayer feels refreshing. It does. It, it feels old school in a way that it needed to be old school. It feels new and refreshing in ways that it needed to be new. But at the same time, it's skill-based. It's skill-based. That's what it is. Like, I saw some guy's video the other day where he was making fun of all the people who only have played Call of Duty and they migrated to Halo multiplayer. And they go, what do you mean I can't just buy my packs and just become ultimately successful and win at this game? What do you mean? If I come against a player who's just slightly better than me, I can't kill him. They just killed me faster. And I was like, that's Halo Infinite multiplayer for you. I absolutely love it. Um, I haven't played as much of the multiplayer as I'd like to. I've been more into the single player just because that cinematic story and that telling is just absolutely incredible. Um, but that multiplayer aspect, the lobbies, everything feels good about it, man. Like, I immediately felt like I was 13 years old again at a LAN party playing Halo multiplayer. And that was the point. That's They really captured the spirit of that, in my opinion. And it's it's something in a world of, you know, 343s coming out and they're just like, or 515, whatever. What's the studio? 505, right? <laughs> I can't even remember the name of the studio. 343. 343. I said it right the first time. Where's 505? I don't understand where that 504, is. man. You got a little wheezy in your mindset yeah. right now. You know what I'm talking about? No, nah, but uh, nah, 343 coming coming through in a clutch on this one, man. I, I'm they just really like, are. even, okay, so Halo, man, we, I probably told this story a bunch of times, right? So Halo to me, it, for me personally, pound for pound, I'll admit it, it's, it's, it's my personal first person shooter favorite game of all time yeah and i think it's just you know you stamp shit down with memories um like i remember xbox where i you know i was young and had like a ghetto house at this point you know what i'm saying like all my nerd friends even before this happened had originally kind of hooked me up with with xbox but i remember like wait paying way too too much money to like buy renter center big tvs like instead like like big screen TVs to yeah. play these games on, like stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's how just extra ghetto. Like it's like instead of just getting waiting, I'm like fuck that. I need to spend four times what it's worth just to and and flipping cash. But I, I remember uh, holes at that motherfucker. It was it, uh, that that track. 
time. Like, RIP to Juggernaut Mike, you know what I'm saying? That is where, Halo is where me and him spent hours upon hours running around the arena style, um, you know, levels, racing to see be the first person to get the shotgun, whoever did it, immediately, if we, especially if we're on the same team, shoots the other person in the face, and that's how the motherfucking match starts. The next motherfucker probably goes to get that uh, underpowered hammer, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, just to be childish, and then go hard and work our way up to, like, ninja suits and shit like that. Spread that out to, you know, whoever I was with at the time, playing with, having memories with, um, you know, Kilgore Trout and Pixel Lady, the the couple in Canada. Things yeah. that kind of imprinted in my brain as far as an experience of gaming at the time, like with me especially engulfed with the, with the bullshit on the other side of life that I was dealing with, Halo became one of those games where uh, it'll just always be my favorite. Over time, like I just fell off of fucking with Halo. I mean, I'm getting older, and I mean, I think they, what they came out like five. Not yeah. to say that, you know the games are trash or anything, and just I faded off. Say all that long shit to say, prop, like spending a few hours with the campaign, a couple of hours with the multiplayer. I already knew what time it was. I, I'm in love with Halo, Me and too. I can see what they do. And I got a shout out to homie Boss Man for real, for real. Who he might actually check this motherfucking show out. Cause he brought, he said some real shit. Cause he on a I we get on multiplayer with him, but he said some shit like, yeah, they got a sprinkle of Far Cry in there. I said, oh yeah, they got a little bit of they had to sprinkle a little bit of the Ubi in there. Yeah. And it is like that yeah. shit is dope. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is cool to me personally for a Halo fan. That what I'm looking for at this point so far, I'm fucking with it. Point blank, period. You know what I'm That's saying? That's me too, man. That's the game that I'm playing right now. Like. I got no interest in other games. And I be, I went back and played like the Master Chief Collection or at least some of it. Like I tried to touch every game just so that when it came out and it was just like, man, Halo is still kind of like this. Like you said, just a great, excellent first person shooter. Just all around. Just all around, man. I'm absolutely my, in love with it. It's my favorite. And maybe because, you know, I, I'd rather shoot alien shits and all that other kind of shit. Like, it, it was kind of goofy and futuristic and, and akin to something like a, like a, not Mass Effect, but during that time frame, it was, for me, it was kind of in the same boat of enjoyment. So, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you fucking with it too, though, man. Man, I'm loving it, dude. Like, I've been playing it on a nightly basis. In fact, the other night, I was like, oh, I need to get some sleep. I got to be up at 6.30 in the morning or 6 o'clock in the morning. I got to be somewhere. And, man, I sit there and I was like, I'll just play the first few minutes of Halo Infinite. I'll just go through and start it. (laughs) I started that at 9 o'clock. It was midnight before I finished up. And I was like, okay. That's what time it is. I feel it. Like I'm, I'm enjoying the crap out of this already. I love the little, and you'll have to forgive me if I don't. I never played Halo Four or Five. I had to go read the story, but that hook right. shot that they got, I absolutely love. Where you just hook into uh, and the grapple know, hook. Yeah, dude, I love that. Yeah. That that hook makes it for me as far as just the combat and being able to move around the arena. And it feels like, you know, like like Bossman said, they, they did take a little Far Cry. And I feel like on this one, they also took a little Doom 2016 and added it in there too. And that kind of feels, that feels real good. That feels real good. Like, you know how I am about these arena shooters, man. Say, man, this, this getting dropped on Game Pass to me, tell me if I'm going too far. But for me now, I feel like it, it's... Games Pass is the Netflix of gaming. It is with, with Halo. It is. Yeah. Now, like it, it, it was building and bubbling, but in me, like the anticipation in it, like if I was looking to invest in the company, <laughs> be childish. Uh, 
But anyway, childish man. Shout out uh Dennis if he listen. You know what I'm saying for that one. But uh, if I was looking to invest yeah. into Microsoft itself, you would say as far as the business model, Game Pass kind of this this can be a real potential to stamp it down as the Netflix because you got a recurring thing. Like I'll just get on Game Pass just to you know play Halo. That's it. Dude, and sometimes even over these last two months, even though that we were taking our break and, you know, I was kind of looking around and, you know, not playing as many video games as I, you know, possibly could have been. Right, right, right. I would still get on Games Pass probably on a weekly basis just to look around and be like, okay, what do they got out? That's all I want to know. What do they got out? And, you know, it's got these, it's, it's got stuff in there that it's like, I would never play this style of game. I would never try this game. But as soon as I got on Games Pass and saw it, I was like, hey, why not? I'll install it. I mean, they got that One Piece game on there right now. And I was right. like, I'll install it. Like, it's One Piece. Like, I right. like One Piece, but I've heard these games aren't that great. But why not? All I got to do is install it. And if I don't like You've it, been uninstall screaming it. it. You've been screaming it from the beginning. Boss, I think, been screaming it from the beginning in the sense, too. Cost-effective-wise, in a world that we live in right now with all the shit that's, that goes on and back and forth and everything else like that, Cost effectiveness, I, especially like I could only imagine if you got kids and shit like that that want a game like that would be the it's it's hard in the sense that well it's not even hard in the sense like they made a, an affordable mm-hmm. Xbox for they it did. and it really is it's like I would this alone would make it the cost it, it, it's just worth it you know what I'm saying yeah. to me you know what I mean but of course I'm biased we already talked about it I got. A personal connection with Halo. Another motherfucker might just be like, "That's a waste of time," um, because you know you got Call of Duty Warzone out and shit like that, and that's free. You know what I mean? So that that other people would prefer it. I'm not gonna knock it. I'm not generally a first person shooter guy anyway. Yeah. But Halo is is just it's just the, the with the lore and being a a fan. I, I'm I personally think it's just very well done. I don't like putting numbers on shit, but I I'll give this one a nine point six seven for sure. A hundred percent, dude. Like I mean, for me too. It's like we said. Like I'm not a big first person shooter guy either. The two first person shooters though that will get me going, and Destiny will sometimes. But the two main ones that will get me going are Doom and Halo. Like Doom and Halo will get me into that arena because I've tried call of duty and i know a lot of people are fan and i think it's a great game as far as just the solid mechanics of it and the multiplayer aspects of it and it's got a huge community and i did apex for a long time but i fell off of those because those i needed people to play with halo and doom i don't need anybody to play with. <laughs> like i'll just get in there and play like and i'll i will sit down for hours and just play and that's the one thing like i've been putting on some music and like i'll just go through an arena and Halo or play on some multiplayer. It kind of reminds me back in my old school Counter Strike days, where I just put on my soundtrack that was mostly RZA and just like play like that RZA. Yeah, RZA. <laughs> it was that Blade Two soundtrack he did. That's what that's the one I used to game to. I used to just keep that shit on loop. Something about that Blade Two soundtrack, just aggressive. It's just an aggressive soundtrack, and I love it's it. It's the Wesley Snipes tax evasion time. Of course, it was intense. <laughs> Man, Play Two such a good movie. Classic, nigga. Classic. I'm excited for the new Blade. Me too. And Mobius. Come on, man. Marshana Wallace or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Motherfucker, I can't. Uh, uh, March Ali something. That's yeah, the, that I'm dude. I'm excited. He's good at yeah, it. They got a too. couple of. Man, I'm excited, bro, about that. That's going to be good. I'm you want to see Spider Man? Uh, probably maybe not in theaters i mean i may go to theaters to see it if when i'm in oklahoma i don't see what i'm saying it's not anywhere else is it 
Nah, nah, it's, it's, I may just wait. Uh, I'm not sure, man. Like, <laughs> I just, I'm getting to the point now where it's like, I don't mind the home theater experience, but hey, I will say hey. this. I will say this. Ghostbusters Afterlife, that was a movie I went to the theaters. And so this makes me kind of want to go see Spider Man in the theaters because I missed the theater experience. That was my first movie since Sonic the Hedgehog 1 to see in theaters. Right, Sonic was my shit. And I think the last movie I saw in theaters, yeah, it was Shang-Chi, which was totally worth it. Dude, um, I didn't say hey, that. I caught up on that, too. That movie's bro. so good. Hey, man, I look like, hey, that shit was so worth it. That was like a great first movie to go back to. I watched it again when it came out on Disney+. Plus. I think we talked about Black Widow unexpectedly kind of liking it, but that, that that's two totally different things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it, it reminded me, like, just real quick, there's a sh- special on Netflix, uh, Mo Amir. I believe he's a, um, uh, you know, Middle Eastern American or whatever the fuck. We all, he yeah. talks about that in there, like everybody else other than white has America behind it. <laughs> but, like African American. No, nah, but it's funny. Like, I think he clicked up with Dave Chappelle, who, of course, is one of my favorite all-time comedians of all time. But he makes this joke in the beginning talking about, like, being afraid of not being able to come back to like live comedy because everything got shut down and how happy he was to be back on stage and, and comedians and you know being able yeah. to interact with the crowds and the introduction was with the rock and everything but i can't do it i just suggest that you watch it but he was just like talking about how people are actually acting of like like always terrified inside outside <laughs> <look> like <laughs> He's like, are you okay? I, like with that weird smile on their face, like, yeah, I'm fine. I, I'm, I'm okay. I don't know. Is it? Know. Is it? Eh, eh, am I fine? Like, I mean, eh, and he makes that noise, and he can't. He'll go, eh, like, like he's like that's how he says, like that's how I feel inside. Like, eh, but I got this smile on my face, like you okay? And he does it like perfectly timed throughout. Like I think it's like an hour show. Uh, I wasn't expecting to get caught up in that special, but it. it it was funny to me. Like, uh, it was a good show. So, yeah. I, I, what? Why the fuck did I even bring that shit up? What, what were we talking about? We were talking, talking about, about going to theaters. Right, right, exactly. And that kind of experience, like, it's it's one of those like I th- as a society. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, not like for me. Like, it was just like the more mere perspective I gravitated towards. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just funny. Like. It's just, you know, that kind of time. Just to do normal shit. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's all good now, too. I enjoyed I feel like watching it the Lakers-Dallas game and saw how it was kind of packed. But then at the same time, the more I'm here, uh, and, I, and I apologize if uh, if I'm mispronouncing it, but it was funny to me. Man. It was like, it's still kind of that smile on your face. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Inside. <laughs> like, well, and, like, I'm getting used to it again, though, man, because it's like, you know, I go to the office two days a week now, right? And I got to be out in there. Now, I, you know, sometimes I go to, like, church. Like, tonight we're going to candlelight service with my dad's church. Like, there are going to be people there. Like, we went to the movies. We've been going to restaurants. Like, I'm actually, like, I'm kind of enjoying kind of the whole, like, getting back to it. And I was a little afraid because Omicron Transformer ass showed up. And I was a little bit nervous about that. But I've been reading about that one. And they're saying it's like the effects are not nearly as bad. As the first couple of strains were, that right. Delta and Look, Alpha or whatever. I don't want to spoil the whole special, but that was the fun. Like that, that was it. Like it's not that. That's what I'm saying. Like they were doing it live. Everybody was cool. He was happy to be 
doing live comedy again, yeah. but it was such a funny fucking perspective. And like he goes into like how he caught COVID from Dave Chappelle in the middle of the whole thing and then like how he got vaccinated and, and, and it's just just the whole ride. I just think like this is the comedy that I was looking forward to yes. and hoping in the beginning of this whole thing that's starting to come out. That makes me feel better about how we actually are coming out of, of this as a you know overall. <laughs> um, but we like talking about going back to the movies and everything like that. I uh, like you know controlling the things that we control and, and, and being all right. Um, like I am so excited to hear about like the crowd activity, and how excited everybody is to see Spider Man. You too. know what I'm saying? Like shout out Space Yeti. Speaking of the uh, uh, Discord, you know what I mean? I think for sure he went to go see it. Um, so you know, maybe on the, whenever we pop back in, we, we'll discuss it again. But well, but yeah. here's the sequel that nobody's talking about right now that I can't wait for. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. The trailer came out. Knuckles tells Dr. Robotnik. Dude, I can't wait for it. That looks so good. I was like, Idris Elba as Knuckles? Like, perfect. Yeah, that's going to sound perfect. crazy, bro. With motherfucking Jim Carrey crazy motherfucking ass. Bro. Like, that alone, whatever interactivity that has at all with Jim Carrey coming back after the first yes. movie, how they ended him up on, like, a planet and turning him fully into what <laughs> the real Dr. Robotnik. That shit going to be ridiculous. I'm looking forward to it. That's, yeah, for sure. Dude, for that sure. one, like, there's a bunch of stuff over the last couple months. The new Matrix movie coming out. The new Witcher season. Is that out or is it coming out? No, bro. I started it last night. I fell asleep okay. on it. That shit is so goddamn good. I got to watch it. I got to watch it. I got. I, I only saw the first episode. I only saw the first episode. Um, But when I tell you it felt like The Witcher 2 more. I don't yeah. know that if the CGI is just better in this one. It's, uh, I'm, I'm engulfed. I don't. I don't want to say it's better than the first season yet. Uh, Sarah got ahead of me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I asked her. She said uh, she would say so far that it's just as good. But for me, if it's the second season of anything and it's just as good as the first one, I'm good. Kind of make, that automatically makes it a little better. It's because it's hard to to reach that bar every time. Um, but that first episode for me did it for me. It felt like what Witcher two the the show should be in comparison to the game in 2021 you know what i'm talking about from the storyline to the cgi that felt like a witcher like you went on a witcher mission like oh that was and it was clever so to me it's not overly complicated you know not like you can't figure it out but it was just cleverly done well done well written to me it was good job good job Good job, Witcher Two. Good I'm looking job. forward to. I'm looking. To, I'm looking forward to binging you. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for. Uh, I'm waiting for Wheel of Time to finish. I'm gonna binge that because I watched the first episode of Wheel of Time and I really like that. I like those books. And then uh, I've been watching this show on Showtime called Yellow Jackets. If y'all ain't seen Yellow Jackets, I highly recommend it. Cannibalism in the woods, girls soccer team in the nineties. All I gotta say is that show is crazy. Just check it out, man. Like I'm all about that. Uh, but man, this has been—it's been a good ride this year so far. Like I look back and like a lot of things have changed in 2021. We were talking about because we're going to talk. Oh man, let, let, let me go the, back. What, what, what did you say you was watching? It's a show called Yellow Jackets. And what happened in the Yellow Jackets? It's 
It's, it takes place in the 90s, and it's about a girls' soccer team from New Jersey who crashes in the Canadian wilderness, and they split off into tribes, and then they start to cannibalize each other. All right, pause. So this is the thing I need to tell you what that reminds me of. Did yeah. I tell you that I recently made Sarah sit down and watch the original Ghoulies movie? I think it came out in 87. I love the Ghoulies. All no. right, so. You, didn't you remember tell, the Ghoulies? Yeah, I love the Ghoulies, bro. You yeah. remind me of that motherfucker in the Ghoulies right now, and I'm concerned. Are you practicing Satanism <laughs> on the weekends and shit like this? Putting that back out there on a comeback show? Hell no. Damn. Man, that Are so you good. okay? Are you alright? Like, I remember I had to go back and watch the Ghoulies, man. That boy couldn't help it. His father was of uh, that, and he came back drawn to the to the house. And Dude, the next the thing you know, he's raising Ghoulies from his ground, from doing satanic David Starwood, motherfucking. Ghoulies that's, is underrated, bro. Man, that's a, that, uh, Ghoulies started a lot. I think Ghoulies came before, I don't know, which came before, Ghoulies or Gremlins? Gremlins came first. Ghoulies was a, right. Ghoulies was supposed to be a ripoff of Gremlins. That shit is so fucking dumb, man, but, I mean, you can still get a little bit sauce to it and watch it and find some entertainment. That shit cheesy as hell. Oh, it's so cheesy. Glowing green eyes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like. It's like critters. That's, right. But, yeah, I, I had, I'm sorry, some, some shit, I was, I'll be trying to keep up, you know what I mean? Like. I'm listening, and you know, I'm sure it's a good movie, but that's what it made me think of. It yeah. made me think that you may be practicing some satanic rituals on your free time a little bit. We ain't been recording, you know, and things is now since we have been recording. The one yeah. thing that I've learned is to listen to my inner voice. I no longer participate in stuff or watch or read anything that i feel like i need to i only read and watch the stuff that i want to or play the video games that i want to like that's the that's the big thing is like we talked about this a little bit uh, a few months ago where we talked about how like sometimes we can feel pressure to do certain things or watch or read or certain things and like i'm finally learning to just listen to myself like if i want to watch last night dude i wanted to watch friday the 13th the first one so i did i watched friday the 13th seen it a thousand times didn't care wanted to watch it again bro i am evade trying to dodge a midlife crisis right now i already like my sarah had to hit me with some real truth she was just like well you know i don't have a red corvette you know what i mean but i have a young white woman that's just that's true. like that's that's doubly bad bro especially in this environment alienation i'm like <laughs> you know what i'm talking about by choice you know what i mean but fuck it but fuck it, man. But yeah, so the point being, though, is weird. Like, you know, like, yo, this time that we get, man, is so valuable. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And like, I didn't make, I, I, it's, it's just selfishly, you know what I'm saying? Um, even with the hiatus from the show, it's just like, we got to make sure that we, we keep it together for mm-hmm. ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Because, and, and enjoy the things that we can. We can't, we, there's no possible way that we can spread ourselves out so much with, with everything going on that's in, right in the reality of our lives and, and to consume all the information that all the content creators need to keep their machine going at the same time too because it's not just the content itself it's the content creation and it's and it's a cool matrix to be in but at the same time like i love our wheelhouse me too and how it was built and always been and and it also like you know, uplifts the importance of the tribe. Like, and instead of a patriarchy, I always look at it as like a wolf pack. And I was gonna make that point, but there, there's patriarchal um, and, and matriarchal aspects of wolf packs, I would imagine as well. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like we're all like individual wolves, 
But it, yeah. you, that, that can survive alone. We talk about that all the time, but when we get together, it's, it's stronger. Dope. So, right, like, again, another shout-out to the Discord. I think Space Yeti had, like, some cool random-ass shit out there that stuck out to me, like a, a Shabu gaming case for the gamers. That was just dope. Like, look, like I'll never find some little small shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But I can sit here and engulf in, you know, current gen 2k because it's something that's keeping me sane with my partner that boy spree and next gen and and have versatile bills i done built three you know 90 and above bills so far i might have another one it's been a minute since i had time to grind like that i done wrapped up you know what i'm saying like i done got all the little trinkets and shit like that i got a gold tricycle and i ride around like a man of respect and leisure and i did it on my own now on current gen i got a partner so you know, I'm building up, and this this is season three, where it's the season that I'm not really concerned about trying to, you know, level up on my next gen. I, I already got what I wanted over there, so yeah. it's a good time to kind of reconnect with him. You know what I mean? But I got to find even healthy balance with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just from the uncertainty of the position that I took, shout out motherfucking John. I know he probably won't listen. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out Sean. Shout out Case. Shout out motherfuckers that's not going to listen to this episode. Shout out Corey. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not the people that I work with. It's, it's I, I knew I was going to put myself in a in a challenging position that could turn out to be something, you know what I mean, bountiful, but there's pressure that come along with that. And we talked about it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, because of those choices and everything like that, and, you know, we might have to edit this shit down. My apologies. Nah. For it's just they need to hear minute. this. But, uh... You know, because of that, like, it was one of those things that kind of drove me back to remembering the whole reason, like, part of these decisions were made in real life. Mm -hmm. Part of those decisions in real life and some of the sacrifices with, you know, quote unquote family and friends was to kind of document and diary and, and, and make sure that this family and friends has a ecosystem that can, you know, find some unity in and find some kind of peace of mind in, you know what I'm saying, overall. That's that's the overall thing. But, you know, I'm sure Hitler had good intentions as well, so who knows? Here's the overall theme for me that I've learned over the last two months. The really, this is this is the truth. Like, talking about it with you, talking about it with my family, talking about it with my wife, talking, looking at the tribe. Take time for yourself. Legitimately, take time for yourself to invest in you. And I'm not talking about, like... I do this thing where I have this obsessive compulsive like I'm not OCD I'm not going to say that but I have this tendency to obsess over certain things and especially like with the show or with movies or with television and it's like I want to see it all I want to play it all I want to read it all that's not going to happen that's 100% not going to happen we got a finite time left on this planet that's just the reality but if you take time for yourself to really enjoy those moments of just investing in who you are, whether it be going to the gym, going for a daily walk, drinking your wine at night, relaxing, just sitting peacefully with some music. I mean, take that time to really, and you're, you're going to come back clearer every single time. Every time I come back from the gym, every time, Todd, I come back from the gym, I'm clearer. And I'm going to the gym. And I'm not going to the gym to bulk up. I'm not going to the gym to outlift people or to, you know, get into peak physical fitness. Although I like working out and that's ultimately a goal. The reason I'm going to the gym is to meditate. That is my meditation hour. That is where I sit and I listen to music and I just breathe and I'm just with myself. 
And that's so crucial these days, man, especially with everything that you're being hit with, everything that's come through. And I think that I've been thinking about this a lot. I uninstalled all the social media apps on my phone because we're inundated with crap all the time. We're always being given recommendations of what to watch. We're always being advertised towards constantly. Take the time to breathe, invest in yourself, and listen to your mind. Like Listen to you on the inside, and those peace things will come to you over time and i'm not talking to you todd me and you have talked about what's what's going on i'm talking to the tribe and right now it's just like if i could give any recommendation to me over the last five years it would be to slow the hell down just slow down we talked a little bit about that situation yesterday me and you just slow down there ain't no rush i'm gonna die one day (laughs) i ain't trying to get there like i ain't trying to rush my way to the finish line like I'm trying to enjoy this. This is not a sprint around the track that we go circle and circle in. This ride is a walk through the forest, and you got all sorts of sights that you can see. And if you're just trying to make it to the end of the forest, you miss everything along the way. It's just not worth. And yay, so I walk through the valley of death, ass <laughs> motherfucker. Let me tell you something, though, man. I wouldn't be surprised with your mindset, though, man. You end up looking like Henry Cavill in the next five to six years with the way you get. Nah, that was that was some that was some you was preaching that brother. Good job. Man, thank Good you. Good job, Brian. Thank you. Yeah. But no, I feel you. Like I I did a little cheesy shit, little little uh interested in I'm I'm interested in Monday Monday laundering schemes like my you know, well my my lady is interested in serial killers probably probably. So I start you know, I did, I started the NFT little open sea uh experiment. Yeah. Uh, and it's just that's like had a little bit of time to do that. I almost thought about a way to. Uh, I don't even want to speak on that yet until I don't want to speak on certain things without like, them doing them first. But that could be fun, you know what I mean? But it's true, like especially now with so much content that we put out, that some of that I look at, it, it's just there to kind of archive these times, man. That's right. To archive these people, like that's you know what I mean? Like I so the, there's inherent value in that. That's you know eternal to me at this point with the way things go. That's dope. Um, so I think it's cool to like be able to hit a different kind of stride now and see what, what is birthed from that. You know what I mean? Because a lot of things have gone on since we started from mm-hmm. weird business deals in the beginning, <laughs> getting um, on networks, that- getting on like fucking up shit, left and just trying to maintain and then market shifting and podcasting being one thing and choosing not to really focus on youtube a certain type of way i'm still cool with all that kind of shit because we can come back when we need to that's right and talk to the people we need to um and get the message out one more quick shout out before i forget uh facebook folk too ryan yep <laughs> always uh fucking orlando you know what I'm saying um Raleo again chris i'm gonna say your name chris lord Raleo, uh curtis Adam, Aaron, Bob, Gill, because I got to separate from booties, Bob. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to motherfucking Buddhism and, and all the world. Uh, Eric, Dan, of course, it's Boss Man again, and the homie Rudy. Um, Orlando specifically with the meme, with the Bloodborne meme. Yes. Um, where it had the, had the butt in the middle. That shit, because, hold on. Kudos, my brother. Kudos. That's, that was Thank beautiful. You. It's beautiful. shit like that, Orlando, that, that really just puts a smile on my motherfucking face. Um, and I'm I'm sure all the other people. Oh, yeah, Uniqua. 
Or as far as uh, <laughs> and hiker, the OG motherfucking hiker. That's right. Uh, I just had to get that in there too before we, you know, before I start rambling on into some other shit. Um, oh yeah, and Aaron, special shout out for the bootyism is even in uh Horizon Five back in November. You know what I'm saying? Back in the gap, I had to shout that out. I really feel bad that neither one of us has been on Horizon because I know it's beautiful, but this is the beauty of what we was talking about of being able to. Like, I can vicariously be joyful about, you know, bootyism being represented in, in Horizon, and we ain't even have to be a part of that. That's like, right. Like, shout out. Uh, it's a beautiful. Told you we might have to cut some of this shit down, man. Nah, nah, fuck it. Uh, let's do some news, and then we'll talk about some of our favorite games of the year. How about that? Um, so, the first piece of news we got, Todd. Oh, wait. We got the news theme. If we're going to do news, we got to have the news theme. Fucking right. We'll get through it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No perks things. and blues, bikes and bars. Take your Percocets, relax, and sit back. We're about to get into the news. <laughs> Channel 4 News with five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor, Ron Burgundy. Champ Kynes Sports. Rick Tamlin Weather. And your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. For first piece of news, Todd, is uh, they got new DualSense wireless controller colors for the PS5 coming out, followed by new PS5 console colors coming out. So it looks like they got like purple or pink or red and black or, you know, blue. Um, all of that stuff's coming out. So, get ready if you want to customize with five colors on your PS5. It's time to customize. Nothing will ever beat the customability of the faceplate of the Xbox 360 days. Remember, you used to be able to take that face, put that faceplate, whatever you wanted to put on there. Like I, people, they they all that was like a whole wild west of stuff. Like you could buy any of those faceplates off of eBay. People are just making their own. I was working. I was working at GameStop at that point, so you got to feel me. Yeah, I bet you saw a lot of faceplates come through too. Hell yeah, man! Hell yeah! Like I'm trying to remember how many I had. I know I had a few. Cause then I think you could that, that was you could resell them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> You know, and of course, it, like especially just on the system, they would come with the faceplates. Uh, certain times they'll come in and be like, "Shit, I kind of want that one." Shit, I like that faceplate on that hoe. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited to hear about about being able to customize and switch it up. They should be able to come out with some real dope shit. That's right. Some super dope shit. You know what I mean? Man, I still love my PS5. Man, I really do. Like, I Me love too. that machine, bro. For real. That's as much shit as I'm talking about Game Pass. I feel blessed to have gotten that shit into the home front, man. Uh, Here's a little yeah. thing about the PS5 that I love that I discovered about a week ago. Was I had it plugged into my television and I was sitting down to watch a flick, and I put the movie in to the disc tray. I can control the PS5 with my remote, not the PS5 remote, with my television remote. That's to me, that's just like a small thing. That's like that's pretty cool. Like that's did I tell, pretty cool. Did I, I think I might have talked about this already, but I I had appreciation. I was getting my hair redone, and the person that was doing my hair, you know, glad I locked in a decent TV, um, to to go with the motherfucking PlayStation because TVs are having issues now. Yeah, they are. You know what I'm saying, but um, glad was able, blessed to be able that. But you know how you have something you don't appreciate it sometimes, like you think, mm-hmm. like when she saw 
Far Cry when she saw old boy on there. I know we talked about this on the last episode. It was like crispy clean. You know what I'm saying? Um, speaking of the Far Cry from earlier with the little sprinkle with the Halo or whatever, Far Cry Six is like got to be the longest game ever. But you know, sparkly chickens are dope. Um, just that that's a prelude to to favorite games of the year. But nice. yeah, all right. Well, I mean, you're right about appreciating it too because my wife, she had a friend come over a couple weeks ago. Uh, she stayed the night and. Like, she was looking at the PS5. She's like, oh, you got a PS5? Where'd you get one? Because we've been trying for months, and we can't get one. And I was like, I mean, I traded favors with a man behind a Hobby Lobby for it. <laughs> man, Russia's got it. The Russians stole Russians. the goddamn the, all the information with the cyberbots. And then some other motherfuckers did some shit. And then the Bitcoins. And then the motherfucking Bitcoins. I'll be like, stolen the Nvidia chips. <laughs> I told her, do it. Let, let us know what's going on. I'm just saying, man. Whatever uh, links you're willing to go to, you can get a PS5. It just depends on what you're willing to trade for that PS5. I ain't gonna lie, man. I still scoff at the idea of paying over retail value for the motherfucking <laughs> system, just off base principle. You know what I'm saying? Because shit, you know. But I also, I, I, I was willing to go listed. fifty above, which is what I did. I went fifty dollars above, yeah. which would have been the taxes. So I was like, "I'm Man, good." I, I would. I refused to go. I refused. I refuse it. But like at this point, at this point, I would probably be thinking about it. Like if I, I would just be like, "If it, fuck it," I would think about it. But I was just, you know, glad that I. Again, I'm just grateful I was able to lock the motherfucking machine in because that's it's right. Like what I do. I do want to fuck with that I haven't fucked with and I need to record now is that Matrix um Unreal Engine. Yeah, I need to mess with that. That thing looks Man, yeah, bro. Yeah, I've I'm heard tripping. that thing is awesome. I've heard that thing is amazing. And you know that Matrix movie comes out what, next week? The twenty second. It's they are they trying to put that's what I'm saying, bro. Like I, like I'm okay, but it's like eh, eh. I'm gonna be <laughs> like, watching I'm gonna be watching it that night. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. The Matrix? Yeah, dude. The I'm Matrix, off the next the day. Ma- the, the, Matrix can- the Matrix coming out at, at this particular time? Perfect. Come on, man. Perfect, Perfect motherfucker. Like Street Fighter 2. What if the Matrix ends with Elon Musk and he's just proving that we're in a simulation? Like, that's all man, it is. I don't it's just know, him proving bro. we're in a simulation. Man, Age of Empires 4, motherfucker. Listen, man. <laughs> Listen, the original Matrix, I will say this until it's over with, and especially what I do now. One like, of the greatest I sci fi movies of all time. The gift. Period, man. Changed my perspective on life. Made me look and remember that we was on a round ball spinning around a ball of fire in a large ass universe. Yes. That maybe, like, you know what I'm saying? That was one of those experiences that reminded me of that. Beautiful. Like, it, like, it, it, like I don't expect that from this movie. Let me say that right now before this no. movie come out. I do not expect that it just from me personally. Maybe hopefully somebody else can have that experience. I don't know if it's going to be with this movie. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so much lore behind the Matrix now. Yeah. But to say that I'm not excited about what uh they could do with it and what, you know, man, please stop. Man, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Um all right, next piece of news. Let's Next piece of news, Horizon Forbidden West releases some PS4 screenshots. And, bro, they look beautiful. I know you're excited for Horizon Forbidden West. Can you hear me, Todd? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, the audio did something weird there for a second. 
Um, I don't know. Have you seen these screenshots from Horizon Forbidden West? Because they look absolutely, even on PS4. These are PS4 screenshots. I saw them at whatifgaming.com. If you go to whatifgaming.com, they're out there. And they're the gaming news section. Um, but even being PS4, that just looks absolutely beautiful. And it just gets me excited for more Horizon. Just Man, you know how I feel about Horizon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I'm, yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for next year. Next year is gonna be a banner year of gaming. I'm already saying. Or it'll be a, or it'll be a beginning of depression. <laughs> and hopefully, I'll be able to like, fucking, you know what I'm saying? Get some PS5s to sell. There you go. There you go. Next piece of news: Sony files a new trademark for the Order 1886. Anybody remember the Order 1886, the full price game that came out that was only like five hours long? And I promise you, Order 1886 sounds like some kind of like prison encampment plan for mutants or something. It I don't does. Know what the fuck? It was a beautiful game, man. Bro, don't get me wrong. Gorgeous. Like, we bought that on sale and we played it. And me and my wife, like, we watched it. We played it all in one night. Werewolves and such. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was gorgeous. Such. I mean, it's one of the best looking games I ever played on the PS4. But at the same time, like, it was only like five hours long. I would have been pissed had I bought that thing for 60 bucks. Speaking of Slave and Camptons, random. Are you excited about um, the X-Men animated series reboot that's coming yes, out? Yes, yes. Okay, cool. I'm super. Dude, well, all they had to do at that Marvel showcase was just play that theme song. And I was like, yep, you got me. I was just, yeah. I mean, come on. Who doesn't immediately get hard to that? I'm just saying. Like, that's that's the good one. That's the good one. I mean, old school days, like, just first crush wasn't even Jean Grey. My first crush was uh, Rogue, like, just immediately. Just like. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure our teenage fucked to that theme song. I'm sure it was in the background at some point. It had to be. I'm sure it had to. Da, 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 ah, I'm dead. But <laughs> Next piece of news. It Tears is- on the cheeks. <laughs> Uh, coming soon to Game Pass. Coming soon to Game Pass. Let's go through this. Among Us, we already know. Broken Age is already out. Ben 10. Uh, Power Trip is already out. Paw Patrol game. Here's the one that I'm super excited about. If nobody's ever played this. Transformers Battlegrounds. Transformers Battle... We'll repeat that. Transformers Battlegrounds. If you have not played this highly highly recommend it the animation style uh the the entire game like the 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 actual combat i absolutely loved like this is this is one of those games that goes back to the old school days too that's what i really like about it uh mortal kombat 11 coming to games pass mortal kombat 11 i know that was one of your favorite games of the year came out which was what 2019 um, yeah, man, by far one of my favorite. I fucking love that game. Game Pass for the win. Netflix of gaming. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's already out. It's Fuck. December sixteenth. Yeah, it's it's literally like it's out. how you gonna play all of that when you when I just want to play Halo. Netflix. That's of yeah. gaming. It, yeah, I could truly suggest it's that's it's into the ma- into the Game Pass matrix, sir. That's yeah. I love it. Serious Sam 4 is out. I got that installed. That's brand new. I can't wait to play that. I love the Serious Sam games. They're ridiculous. Um, 
I mean, they got all sorts of stuff, man. New Microsoft Dungeon Season, Elder Scrolls Online new events, Ark Survive. Like, Games Pass, Netflix of gaming. Like you said, Netflix of gaming. Uh, next piece of news, according to a new article, CD Projekt Red said that Keanu Reeves loved and played Cyberpunk. Keanu Reeves said in an interview recently, he has not played cyber, Cyberpunk. <laughs> so... It's just, it's, I'm just going back to last year when everybody was so excited about Cyberpunk. And I liked it for what it was. It was a great single player. I really enjoyed the game. I know we, me and you both did. I don't think it got a fair shake. I also think they could have done some stuff better. But I think it was really, this is the game that got cannibalized by the community. And you know what? Fair enough. Like, it is what it is. I think, I think too, some of it is all, it's all timing. It is. Some things are timing when it comes to like entertainment. Some things are objectively just broken and fucked up about that game, but a lot of things are just objectively broken and fucked up about that game. And I, I'm not gonna argue with somebody that oh, 100%. is sitting there making that point. Like I'm not. Like whether that's the case or not, I mean, it still doesn't, you know, change the fact that I had an enjoyable experience with that game. Um, now. The end game for me was, as much as I tried to force it, I naturally just didn't keep going back to it. And part of it maybe was just all the fucking shit that was going on around of it. But part of it would be legitimately I would get back on the game and fall through the, or the ground. And, and it just, uh, you know, confirmed the negativity, which was real. So at, at a certain point, like, and I, once I at least fi- finished the game, and for me, I was trying to go through it for that story experience and yeah. an overall experience like that, I was hoping that I might be able to get what people get out of GTA Online. Like, I could get on GTA 5 online like a lot of people and get that type of experience, but I don't play the game like that either. So I wasn't really expecting Cyberpunk to give me that. But, um, you know, at least give me what I got with The Witcher sci-fi. But maybe that just proved to be more difficult than should have been and whatever, but uh, yeah. The fact that we're still talking about it mm-hmm. says something to me. Well, there's still people who buy it and play it. It still sells. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, the end game, like you said, yeah, I, I, I tried to force it a couple of times. I wasn't really feeling it coming back to it. It's a lot of shit about that game that I love, though. There's like scenes in tanks. And there's 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 a lot that I love about that game um, and, and ambition of it. Uh, and I I mean I had fun with it. I had to go back and see, you know what I'm saying? Whatever I rated it, but I think Boss Man was just playing that shit on Stadia recently. Um, posted that shit like yeah, you know, I, mean, I get it. Still it. got a lot of great elements to it. It, it Man, really I had a, listen. It's been a long time where I looked up like a guide to find a legendary weapon that I specifically wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a grown ass motherfucker. Like for to, like I, I to go get like the uh, razor arm thing. That's the, what I like, did too. Yeah, the legend. Like yeah, come on, man. To get the Batman car. Like I had memorable fun times with it. It wasn't GTA Five. It wasn't the greatest game of all time, and it technically was fucked up. But you know, I, again, like a part of it is, and we doing it. It's hypocritical. You know, it's a content machine. That's the idea, too. Yeah. And people gravitate towards negativity. I mean, we can get into the TikTok conversation and how, you know, social engineering and I can get into my bipolar talk uh, <laughs> and further alienate my motherfucking self. But, uh, but yeah, man, I think, you know, that, that doesn't negate, like, the reality of, you know, um, 
the broken shit about that game that made it like it's not Ratchet and Clank. Which That's, you don't see yeah. people. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's like Ratchet and Clank was probably the smoothest shit and most beautiful things I played in my life. Yeah. I mean, it was like it, we're gonna get into that too, because that was that's one of those games that just absolutely blew me away. And you know, Cyberpunk, I think it's gonna pave the way. I think it's gonna pave the way for the new open world style of games. I think people will learn from it eventually, and I think we're gonna see the results from it in the next probably three three to five years. Um, especially, they were ambitious, and it was an ambitious endeavor that just ultimately never worked the way they wanted it to. And, you know, with all the hype around it, they had to release it at some point. And that's really what happened, man. Like, I mean, I still look, I got it over on my shelf, the physical copy, the PC edition, and I do not regret buying it at all. I just don't. I like it. I like it for what it was. Uh, Next piece of news for Forza Horizon 5 set uh, franchise records for sales. Duh. It's fantastic. Forza Horizon 5 is fantastic. I don't care. Like That game's amazing. That game's amazing. It's absolutely incredible. Um, that's that's one of those racing games like get in, play a couple races, get out, maybe travel around the world, see what's out there, try to flip my car off a mountain. I just, that's, it's, incredible. Or, it's incredible. Or Forza, like I've had my times, or those racing games turn into the daily I am a race car driver and you get a collection of cars yes. like you know you have those years have those times like I, I think about the days of the need for speed yes or the uh the early ones or the uh what is the all-time great need for speed underground uh, underground too is that the one with you with the rims and yes you can, yeah that's the one that was the one classic they capitalized on the fast and furious right man listen when i tell you i spent so much time with that shit and forza I haven't even fucked the work. I can't play it right. I ain't even played it because I like. See, that makes me want to fucking do it. It makes me want to download it right now. It's but Halo, so good. It's so good. Damn, I gotta get it. I, I gotta, gotta get, get through Halo time. first. I gotta get in the tower, man. I should have did that shit. Uh, next piece of news: An Arizona grandmother accidentally received not one Switch console from Amazon that she ordered for her grandson. She she got delivered six. She got six Switch consoles from Amazon that she ordered for her grandson. She got to keep them all. Like they're like, nah, you can keep them. Is that it reminds me of the time that Amazon accidentally sent me twelve dogs, twelve bags of dog treats instead of the two that I ordered, and I called up and they're like, I mean, you can keep them. And I was like, okay, like Jeff Bezos, his <laughs> customers, Jeff, Jeff Bezos. He sent William Shatner to space. He did. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I just think of that song from the Inside Special from Bo Burnham. <laughs> That's such a good song. That song slaps, too. <laughs> See you all night tomorrow. <laughs> Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> That's so good. It's so good. Alright, next piece of news. Um, <laughs> get into it. New Horizon Forbidden West physical pre-order bonuses for select markets have been revealed. The Vild, the Southeast uh, Asia physical pre-order bonuses begin on December 14th, so that was four days ago. Um, they got hats. They got 
puzzles. They got uh, light up uh, tooths, teeth that you can get. So uh, if you want that physical pre-order bonus, go for it. Go for it. I don't. I'm. I'm away. I'm staying away from pre-orders. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Um, these yeah. old pre-orders, eh? Stay I, 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 I call somebody. That reminds me, man. I need to do better. I'm kind of toxic, man. I, I call somebody a fentanyl head baby on the game, and I was just thinking, fentanyl like, head baby. Yeah, you may use made from pre-com. That fentanyl head baby ass Ooh, nigga, get off the game. That for whatever reason, that 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 tickled my homeboy. So now, you know what I'm talking about? For whatever reason, it's genius. I'm going to start using that. You a fentanyl head, baby. You know, here's the the reality, Todd. I was thinking about our friendship yesterday. I really was. I was. I was was really thinking about it. And I said, honey, I was talking to my wife. I said, honey, you know what makes me and Todd so good? Good friends. Like, I mean, he's my brother. That's that's just the reality. Like, family. He's just family. And she goes, is it because y'all... You know, get along. You'll have the same perspective. I was like, I mean, yeah, we get along. We generally have the same perspective on things, but we disagree on things sometimes. But we never let it argue. She goes, is it because y'all love video games, love the same movies? I was like, I mean, that's part of it. And I go, you know what the real reason is? I was like, because me and Todd both know how to spot a crackhead. That's just the reality. (laughs) (laughs) That's what makes us such good friends. We both know how to call a crackhead a crackhead. Yes, that's what it comes down to. Oh shit! I almost knocked my motherfucking ear. I knocked you out of one ear. Woo! Mm. I mean, hey man, no judgment though. Nah, no, no judgment. judgment. You know what I'm talking about? Especially the fin out here, baby man. Some of it I don't even blame them. I just be like, did your father was he there at all? And it is bad because my name on the game is Todd Father. I spend a lot of time on this game. It's a lot of fun. Most of the time, the ones that had the ones that had fathers kind of chill the fuck out. The ones that don't, they'll either quit or they'll like cry. And then, you know. <laughs> but I'm the toxic one, man. I'm the toxic one probably. I'm gonna start using that. <laughs> He's a fitting all head, baby. <laughs> he just <laughs> was that there's this dude on TikTok I follow who he, he's in the he's in that uh he's in Alexandria. Louisiana. He's in Alexandria, and all he does is like walk around his neighborhood insulting people. And like he walked up to some dude, he goes, "You look like a Sunday gangster, like a gangster who woke up and wore Sunday clothes." I don't know why that made me laugh so hard, bro. Like that, 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 that killed me. He goes, "You got them fake ass alligator Air Force Ones." That's some about a good insult. Oh no, not the. Huh? <laughs> I had a pair, kind of nigga, but like that was different. Not in, nah, I had suede ones. They were not made, but I can feel it. I feel, I can feel that wholeheartedly. That's that's real shit. That's unfortunate. Shout out Charleston White. I agree with a lot of shit that you say. Uh, oh man, bro, you are silly. That killed me. You're silly man. Fake oh, ass alligator okay. first ones bought from the gas station. Man, it's a lot of fentanyl here, babies out here, though. It really is, bro. I mean, it's true. I saw a video the other day of a dude at Subway fell asleep right on the make- maker counter. He's passed out at work. I read an article title because I'm not reading articles anymore for a while uh, in full. That's a lie. But it was something about, like, they're supposed to start, to start enforcing something in California to stop the drugs and pooping in the streets. It literally said pooping in the streets. We live in cyberpunk. 
That's what I'm saying, man. So sometimes it's about timing. Somebody <laughs> made a timing reference on the podcast I was listening to. Who was it? Uh, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. I think it might have been jump, no jumper or whatever. But uh, it was talking about how like spot him, got him. Only popped in this. No, it was it was Vlad TV. Vlad was talking about it with Boosie. He was talking about how spot him, got him. Like how music now and how like entertainment in general is taking in. How um, will we have known beatbox like without it being being a TikTok talker doing that weird dance and then Future doing a dance and then yeah. him blowing up from shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's a weird society that we living in. Is is what I mean, dude. Right? It is. And, and and like with cyberpunk, if it comes out at a different time, a little bit, maybe when it was supposed to come out on time, not have those expectations. Maybe if it wouldn't have been a an issue with supply chains and a whole goddamn pandemic going on and other kind of shit, maybe it would have went off gloriously. You know what I'm saying? But. It just it didn't it didn't have that combination of magic and all things coming together yeah. like booty cheeks. So says bootyism. You know what I'm talking about. Um, and then on top of that, it was a shitty game. But I can list, I could probably list three games off the top just immediately that are object that have objectively broken fucked up things about them that are classics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So it's, that's not always the case. But I also I mean fuck my opinion. I I, I pumped up uh, Fallout 76 and Anthem. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we, we come here for the other shit, too. It's not just about the gaming. But anyway, yeah. I'm uh, being long-winded, brother. I, obviously, my, Sarah was just like, man, you miss recording with Brian, don't you? I did, man. I needed this today. But what I was going to say, man, is just like, it is a weird society, man. You talked about the music and the TikTok thing. I was just, I was reading an article yesterday on Billboard. And they're talking about how the future of music and the billboard charts are currently being driven by what's trending on TikTok. And it's like more people are marketing towards these 60 second, you know, clips. And that's what's getting plays on Spotify. And what's ultimately pushing it on the radio is whatever's trending on TikTok. So if your song goes trending on TikTok, whatever your custom song is or whatever, I mean, that song's going to, it's going to blow up. You're going to be number one for a while at least. But, but they're also talking about the cyclical nature of it and how fast stuff's moving. As like, they said that you can go back to the billboard charts. They did a poll of people who listen to mainly pop or hip hop music or mainstream pop hip hop. And they're saying, um, okay. Uh, sorry. My wife texted me. She's like, Amy and I are eating brunch. All right. That's fine. Um, I got to work out anyway. Uh, but what I was saying is they're talking about the cyclical nature of it because they took some polls. Goddamn Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah. you had to show off your Apple Watch. Yeah. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. I know we're recording, but I got a brand new Apple Watch. Yeah, <laughs> Babe said, uh, you know, we're having brunch. You know what I mean? We're, we're having brunch. Yeah. Back to the business. I can do this. Uh, yeah, you know. Let me check my heart rate real quick. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? I can. Uh, <laughs> Apple, Apple. I told you, man. Apple going to be in the healthcare soon. We fucking yeah, cyborgs. But what, what, what were you saying? Oh, let me get you off track. What were you saying? Um, but no, what I was saying is they took the cyclical nature of it because they said they took some polls from some people and they basically were asking a couple of questions like when, what year was the song released and do you remember the song essentially? And it was all number one songs from the past year in 2021. And like, I think they said like 90% of people couldn't remember the song and they didn't, they couldn't recall when it was released. So even though they're hitting these number one charts, these big time songs, like they're not staying around. They're not becoming classics like 
it was back in say the 90s and early 2000s and 80s and 70s where stuff stays on the radio for long term play it's a very different market now like it is very segmented and it's it's insane how the more access we have to this stuff on a regular basis through different f- platforms and venues like the more stuff is just disappearing in the wash there's more lost music movies and even like I would say music and movies mainly. There's more lost music and movies over the last five years than probably over the last like 25 years. It's I don't know, man. One thing about that conversation that you reminded me of is to say R.P. Young Dolph. My president is Trump and my Lambo's blue. <laughs> like Trump did try to say something about motherfucking TikTok. That's funny. But, did, uh, but I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with TikTok. It's, it's crazy. No, I get it, on there and watch it, it but yeah, 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 but and it's not to pick on TikTok. I'm just being, no. like it, it really did make me think about that uh little line <laughs> with Young Dolph, man, R.P. Young Dolph, man. I, um, but uh, that one personally, as far as music is concerned, which is you know, he, it's not like this motherfucker was glorifying kumbaya and shit and great shit. But I, I hated the, that the whole murdering aspect yeah. and, and rap. That was terrible. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just fucking ridiculous. Like, you know. Um, I'm not gonna get down there. Well, talk, start talking about how uh, these are things that we had chances to ponder too a little yeah. bit, like it's like on a little break. But that was something while we was on a hiatus that I was like, damn man, that motherfucker was hopefully gonna try to come out and it's like 278 rappers, you know what I'm saying, getting murdered. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is going on with that with the other side of the algorithm? But that's a whole nother show for a whole nother day, not the comeback show. You know what I'm that's saying? That's right. That's right. Um, um, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, that, that's just a crazy point how social media is. I mean, it, it, that's the, that seems to be the currency. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of cool how you foresaw the VR shit with the metaverse. We talked about that before. All these things are intertwined. Um, and I think, I mean, for the most part, it's something to be positive about. But I already said it. I just had a recent birthday. And the existential dread is sitting in. I'm, I'm trying to find a yard to guard. Get to, to tell motherfuckers to get out of. Do how it. The, how the fuck I'm gonna get excited about these TikToks trying to spy and infiltrates? You know what I'm talking about? You know what I mean? But uh, but what I will say is this though, as far as the concern too in the real weird world, where we talking about all this, you know, in general, like the craziest thing at the same time with all this liberation and freedom as far as social media and a lot of things and you know TikTok and algorithms. The flip side of that is we also have never been more vulnerable to cybersecurity. That's a hundred percent correct. Think about you know, uh, yeah, factual. Uh, so you know that is interesting play on you know the social engineering possibility aspects of it and how weird that shit could possibly be. But that's again some metaphysical shit for a conversation for another goddamn day. Um, but yeah, so I but, think we got to get through the. Yeah, yeah, and you know what though? Just to kind of comment and just uh, put that back out there, where you talk about the 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 cybersecurity part of it, like in the industry that I work in, auto insurance, it's something you would never consider, but we have just gotten word that like it's on the rise, identity theft, and it's identity theft in every aspect of people's lives, not just credit cards, not just buying cars, even in auto insurance. Like that's on the rise. That's like twenty percent higher than the last I, couple I, of years. I worked in cybersecurity. You did. You know, it was a remedial job. I told you about the previous company when it was elite that wasn't 
open and I mean what I find interesting what ties into the pop culture aspect of everything is you know when you got AWS running through Disney which I wasn't expecting to know you know what I'm saying and things like that like you know, it's just an interesting time. It, fi- it kind of feels like a wild, wild west of internet web, point th- web 3.0. But at the same time, like, there's probably a bunch of shit going on that I don't even want to interest myself in. That'll be a really cool documentary in the next, like, 50 years. <laughs> but, uh, it will be. It will be because, dude, we were talking about this the other day. I sent you that article about that um, that Paychex company. I can't remember the name of the company that handles all that. Paddle, paddle.com that, that you're trying to... No, no, I found out what that was. That was for our podcast hosting website. That's what that was for? Yeah, that's for the hosting website. Because it sounds kind of porn It it did a little bit. But no, this was about the people who, you know, that third party company that handles handles paychecks for people. Like they got ransomware. A bukkake is eight men and up from what I heard heard from an OnlyFans girl named Kazumi. Oh, no. Oh no! It's not considered a bukkake unless it's eight men or up. That's what she said. I did not know that. It's good information. Uh... <laughs> Paddle.com in the email. You calling me about Paddle.com? No, I wasn't calling you. Now I'm concerned. Now I think it's some hentai porn shit, Brian. Damn. Uh, what the fuck was going on? I trusted you with this shit. I got you know it. What you calling for? I got an email oh, back on it. They're just right? like, yeah, that's. That's for your, because uh, I emailed them. And they're like, no, it's because it's this website. And I was like, oh, that's who that's who hosts our website. Skip the tutorial podcast.com. Shout out plug. Skip the tutorial podcast.com. Go there. Oh, we got a bunch of voicemails on there, too. I got to go back and listen to those. We, we, Maybe when we, okay, when we come back, when we officially come back, because this was yeah. a pop up episode, that's something. Um, maybe we set a reminder, because, yeah, that's, yeah, that's important. But yeah, all right. All right, last couple pieces of news here before we start talking about some of our favorite games of the year. Um, so let's go on to this. Uh, Silent Hills creator thinks a remake would need a rethink. Apparently, he's uh, it would be more difficult to make make a Silent Hill game than a Resident Evil one, is what he said. So I was like, okay. I mean, I love Silent Hill. I'd always want to see more Silent Hill. And then the last piece of news is Sony has officially launched a website for PS5 users. It's an accessibility website for PS5 user users. Um, we strive to build future for players of all abilities. We use technology, advanced accessibility tools, product services, and our get to guide our mission to connect the world through the power of play. They have an implemented a range of accessibility features to its latest console, including customizable display, zoom, color correction, text size, bold text, high contrast, and more. Meanwhile, the screen reader can read out loud on-screen text and provide spoken guidance for operating a PS5. So, good on you, Sony. Making it more accessible. Xbox been in that game for the last seven years. What took you so long? Bitch. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some of our favorite games of the year. We don't have a list. That's what I'm going to say. We don't have a list. We're just going to... I know traditionally we do a top seven, a whole thing. We're just going to talk. We're just going to discuss like some of the favorite experiences. You want to start it off? Yeah, man. I'll start it off with one that I forgot released this year. And I was reminded of um, on Steam. Loop Hero. Came out in March of 2021, man. I was addicted to that shit for a good... I remember. 55, 60 hours. Like, just nonstop playing Loop Hero. Like... 
highly recommend it. Like, if you want a good game that's old school in a way and is very unique in the way that it handles things and is roguelike and is just a lot of fun to just sit there and go in a loop and just, you know, kind of figure out where, you know, where, where, where you want to upgrade your camp and upgrade your player at. Like, Loop Hero is fun, man. I never beat it, but I played about 60 hours of it. I loved it. <laughs> I kind of want to go back to it. <laughs> it's not a hard game. I mean, it is, but it's not a hard game to master. Or it's a hard game to master. It's not a hard game to play. That's what I'm going to say. So, Loop Hero is kind of my first one that I really wanted to be reminded of. I was like, man, that game did come out this year. It feels like it's been like seven years in one. Being honest, man. Just being honest. Right. Right, right, right. It's it's right, right. But I remember I remember you being addicted to that game. That's yeah. that's a great choice. That's the first one I want to talk about. What you want what you want to talk about? I mean I I, I can get through mine real quick, bro. Like I'm seriously just to keep it one thousand. Um, oh, I can too. I did actually get a chance into uh resident evil I, I played it again a little bit during this little time off honestly so nice. i can definitively say that that's one of my favorite of the year ratchet and clank for sure is arguably yep. my favorite of the year i finally Same got a chance to touch up on that a little bit um far cry 6 uh vicariously and personally is one of my personal favorites of the year to give a little bit of ubisoft um and of course uh to be fully honest 2k it kind of brings me back to like a feel for me personally maybe 06 uh 16 17 18 um 19 uh, 22 is one of my favorite of all time personally just for real for real 21 um actually it reminded me of all the faults that i hated about 21 but now that i can say holistically i have played next gen maxed out I got a maxed out two way, a max um a, a versatile paint beast and a slash and play on current gen. Uh, I played solely like level got to level forty second season. You know what I'm saying with my with my two way. Um, really pretty much primarily playing by myself. You know what I'm saying. I my I had a greatest win percentage, but uh you know I'm I'm ticking up there. And if I get a squad, current gen is showing. That's a whole lot lot of fun too. So now. I'm probably level 25. I'm not really tripping about leveling all the way up on that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I just we just had like a double overtime win where three people quit and I just have a good time, you know, spending time talking to my friend. Still, that that's that's the beauty in that as far as the overall gaming experience. Uh, easily could say Halo so far is one of my favorite experiences of the year. I'm um, very happy with how that came out, especially with the level of expectations and not only meeting it for me in some type of ways, but also exceeding it in the sense of like you know it didn't it didn't anthem me. Keeping in mind, man, a lot of this me touching into gaming and stuff like that it has a lot more to do with the people that I love that love the gaming too, so I could speak to it from the heart. Um, but yeah, and uh, for pretty much. I mean, Age of Empires, I haven't spent as much time with that one as I wanted because Halo came out, but that is uh, easily one of my favorite games of the year. Um, and there's so many other games that I've missed, like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's so many other games, like just little games. Like it's games like One Piece on there. It's, it's not like a normal year for us where we just overly playing anything. So for me, you know what I mean? It was We just wanted to kind of touch bases and let people know. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, like please keep interacting. Let us know, like... Um, you know what your uh, favorite games of the year are, but what, what about you, bro? What, what what have you been looking at? Man, I think you touched on a lot of them, uh, especially like Halo Infinite and Ratchet and Clank. Absolutely enjoyed the crap out of those. 
Um, Ratchet and Clank's just beautiful. Halo Infinite, I, I can't wait to get into more of. Um, Forza Horizon 5. I just, it's, it's that racing game, man. Like, it's, it's that solid open world racing map that just is a beautiful experience. Put the soundtrack on and just get rolling with it. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I touched a little bit. I want to go back and play more of it, but I really, really loved Guardians of the Galaxy for what I did play of it. Um, I need to go back to it. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the following two Scarlet Nexus and Tales of Arise. Like both of those. Oh man, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Thank you for reminding me, brother. Scarlet Nexus, bro. Scarlet Nexus is easily probably. Scarlet Nexus may be my. Yes, that's the one. Scarlet Nexus, it's a top two favorite of the year just for the combat. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, man. It is. It's just good. Tales of Arise, especially just for the combat, like you said, and just the overall experience and the story. Um, just a beautiful game. The Medium, I wouldn't say is one of my favorite games of the year, but I would say it's probably one of the more interesting games I played all year. Uh, just with the experience of the split screen and the puzzle aspect to it, I really did enjoy what I, you know, playing that. Uh, Knockout City, we talked about that earlier this year. The dodgeball multiplayer game. That was fun, man. I, I put a good 15, 20 hours into it. And it was man, you know who told me, you know who else told me that that dodgeball game was fun? Who? One more boss man, shout out. That's right. Boss man told me, like, he was true. He was like, bro, you need to get on that game. I said, I think I could have swore we had an episode about that when you was talking about it. Uh, so, yeah, boss man, shout out boss man one more time because he definitely was like, you need to get on that game. I may still not get on it, but. Um, just for time purposes, once we finish recording this, I'm getting back on 2K. That this crack, bro, it's not good, <laughs> but it's fun. Knockout City, right, though, man, like problem. Boss Man is on it, on point with that, man. It's it's a lot of it's a good casual multiplayer game, is what it is. I think he said the same thing about. He said you was on point about it, so yeah, that's yeah. what's up. It's a good one. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2, the RPG. I didn't finish it, but I played probably, you know, I put about 25, 26 hours into it, and I enjoyed it. It got a little repetitive. Um, right there towards the end, but even Bootyus Bob said he finished it, and he said, yeah, it gets a little repetitive, but it's still fun. Um, speaking of Bootyus Bob, Outriders, bro. We played that earlier this year, and I enjoyed what we played of that game. I never finished it, but it was a fun little experience. Um, my top three of the year, I would probably have to say, if I were not ranking them, my top three of the year would definitely be Wildermyth. If you're a D&D fan, I've talked about that on this show probably two or three times this year. Wildermyth is absolutely an incredible storytelling experience. It's a beautiful game. It's challenging. It's got great combat. Um, it's just a whole lot of fun. Um, I'd highly recommend it. Um, and, of course, Monster Hunter Rise. I played all the way through the story of that. I'm still playing that to this day. Like Monster Hunter Rise and Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate are my constant flipping back and forth on the Switch. When I go out of town next week, I'm bringing only my Switch. And on my Switch, I am carrying Monster Hunter Rise and Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. That's it. That's all I'm going to need. And then, of course, my favorite game of the year. Hands down, my favorite game of the year. Psychonauts 2. Psychonauts 2 was my favorite game of, of 2021. Just a beautiful tale. A lot of fun. It's that puzzle platforming, action platforming. You know, it's just, it's, you're always going to get me with Psychonauts and Ratchet and Clank. Like, those are the two. I mean, it's been a pretty freaking good year for that stuff, too. And then, you know, Scott Pilgrim even came out this year, and that was a lot of fun. And that didn't get get enough credit. I feel like. I mean, they did a really good job remastering that game. And just, I really enjoyed me some uh, some, some Scott Pilgrim 
And then, of course, right now to Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm still on that, and that's that's incredible, man. But we want to hear from the tribe in this pop up episode. We want to hear what your favorite games of the year have been. Hit us up. Not not only not only do we want to hear what your favorite games of the year are, we also want suggestions on like what you want from us. Yes. This, this, yeah, we've we've gotten more than what we need. Uh, I think in a lot of unexpected ways from this show. Um, and going forward, I mean, outside of probably more consistency, but I mean, not, we're not going to talk about that. Like during this time, we want to use this pop up episode as a kind of data gathering. Resuffering thing as far as you know the core people that are still around even after hiatus like we feel like you guys are some of the smartest most respectable honorable motherfuckers in 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 the world la familia right um and so as far as like with the coming back taking out of account of just like okay the weekly show like what what things do you think um, not to put pressure on you to figure out the things, but to legitimately say, hey, what, what would you want uh, being a part of the community going forward that you feel right. like would be a success and maybe helpful in growing? Um, so, yeah, you know, let us know what your games are. You've been holding it down. You've been actually keeping us informed as well and, and doing a thing. But uh, that's something I know me and Brian also wanted to, to touch bases on. Rob, if you're listening, come on, man. You know what I'm talking about? Let but, us know. Uh, yeah. Let us know. And uh, hit us up. Let us know. Skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com. Twitter at stt underscore pod. Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. Uh, skip the tutorial podcast.com. Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. Check them all out. Let us know um, what you think. And I promise, send us send us those emails. We, we still read the emails. I read on a regular basis. Um, you know, I'm checking in on that email too. I may have my social media uninstalled. But I got my email still installed. Well, and then I, I keep an eye out. And I'm just like I said, just whatever ideas y'all got coming forward, um, you know, get get in, get it to get at us however you get at us. If you, you get at us anyway. That's we, right. We'll be checking it out. Yeah, yeah. And as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. Yeah, man, and be proud and a merry Krampus Xmas and a, a happy vaccinated New Year and. I love you, Sybil. I love you, Sybil Gray. I love you, Vanessa. I love you, Uncle E. Shout out the control room. Uh, love everybody. You know what I'm saying? Except the old bitch ass fentanyl head babies. Good night, Russia. <laughs> Good night. You're an American original, folks. <laughs>